Oilers Blitz with Wesley Euler and Arthur Motes on your 24-7 home of the black and gold, SNR. Steelers Blitz on a Monday. We're back in the saddle. Well, almost completely. We're back in the studio after our month of doing the shows from home. Arthur Motes from doing it uh, out in San Diego, out in California. Motsi is back in town. He will be back in the studio with me on Wednesday. But we're back at high noon, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, back into our off-season schedule. Uh, of course, still please subscribe uh, and listen to and download the Steelers Blitz podcast, all right? Because in this new age of radio that we live in, uh, our podcast numbers really matter, all right? Everybody wants those downloads and those subscriptions and everything. So still rock with us there. Uh, but we're also back on SNR at noon all the way live, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Maybe we'll even take some callers later on in the week. Thanks to our buddy Chris Carter for joining us in the last segment. Going to get to some of your tweets here before we go today. But I wanted to play you another piece of audio here. James Daniels. You know, I think right now if we were to poll Steelers fans – about which off-season edition they're most excited about. You know, all respect to Mitch Trubisky, but I think it would be James Daniels or Miles Jack. I think it would be one of those two guys. Um, obviously, we know in Pittsburgh, linebackers always get us excited. That's in our DNA. You look at my closet at home, there's a Troy Polamalu jersey in there. But other than that, it's basically all linebackers. That's what we love in Pittsburgh. We love uh, our edge guys. We love our off-ball guys. We love the linebacker position. But offensive line, we all know it's been something we've been asking for, something we've been jonesing for, something we've been talking about dating back to early last season. And James Daniels feels like one of those guys who can help get the offensive line moving in the right direction. He sat down with Mike Pursuta. Pursuit, of course, of the DVE morning show and of the Steelers radio network to talk about how he is excited to get going in the black and gold. James, let's start with the, the obvious and the simple stuff. What kind of opportunity do you sense here and what have they told you regarding a potential role? I just feel like it's a great opportunity I'm excited to join a great historic organization and I'm excited to get to work. And about the opportunity, just don't know exactly like what's gonna happen with like what position I'm gonna be playing, but I'm just excited to either position or what position I'm playing, I'll be I'll do my role. No no preference or anywhere you feel more comfortable than No, no preference, just whatever the team needs, that's what I'll be able to do. Does the uniform look at all familiar to you? Yeah, just like just like my Iowa uniform. I actually got the same number. I'm getting the same number as I wore in college. So it's going to be, yeah, pretty cool. From the 20. Fields on again. Herbert cutting through. Block from Daniels and Komet helps spring Herbert for nine. You had a, a block this year on uh, Denzel Perryman of the Raiders that made the rounds on social media. Uh, for those of us who aren't maybe as familiar with your game as you are, is that what we should expect in terms of finish? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you can you can expect me to finish, but I mean that was a I think that was like a, a once in a lifetime block. I mean, unless I play him again, he tries to do the exact same thing. But no, you can expect. I mean, I'm just trying to my play is just I'm just trying to help the team and do the best I can to do my job every play. I guess you know. Kidding aside, you, you, you're a get-to-the-second-level guy. and Oh, yes, yes, yeah. Get more than one-on-one play if you can. Yes, definitely. I mean, those, I mean, blocking, of course, every offense, 
every like run play, you want to secure the line of scrimmage. I mean, that gets the run started, but those blocks of those extra effort plays on the second level, third level, those really spring the run and stuff for a big play. So instead of a five-yard gain or a seven-yard gain, it's like a 17-yard gain or a 28-yard gain. you hear about that one for a while afterward? Uh, yeah, I heard about it, yeah. Probably for like a, a, a week or two. Then, then we were on a losing streak, and during that losing streak, we didn't talk about that much. What was your perception of Pittsburgh getting ready to play the Steelers? What what stood out about you in your in your process? Well, it was exciting because I've never played, and I've never been to a Steelers game before. I've only been to a Pitt like football game, and so it was. I mean, it was Monday. It was a Monday night game, electric environment. Heinz Field looks really cool from the inside, and so I mean, just the fans were just wild, and it was a very like electric environment. You can tell with like the. I mean, I've been seeing it today, like how highly people talk about the organization here. It's a very historic organization. I'm just excited that I'm able to play for them. That's interesting. What, what have you picked up? You haven't been in town very long. I mean, people are passionate. Yeah, people are passionate. A lot of the people, a lot. There's been very like long tenured people like around the building that have worked here from Pittsburgh or lived their entire life in Pittsburgh and they've been working here for 20 plus, 15 plus, 10 plus years. And it's just, you don't see that in many organizations, especially in NFL when the turnover is very high. And so I'm just excited that I'm with people who care about their job and have ties to like where they're working for and everyone's on the same goal. You've got a lot on your plate with this free agent process, but they've been pretty busy beyond adding your services. Have you kept up with all the people that the Steelers are adding, and in particular, what do you think of that defense with Miles Jack uh, and uh, Levi Wallace? Oh, I mean, it's gonna be it's gonna be really good. Uh, so when we played, just like I mean, I just like look at like how the defense is. Like you have good D line, good DBs, good linebackers. Like I mean, I remember when we were like playing, like getting ready to play for them. Like there was just there's problems on like scout. I was off like scouting defense. Like there's problems all across the defense and. So when you add good players like that, I mean, it, it means a lot. You might be a little familiar with uh, the quarterback they signed as well. Uh, what should people know about Mitch Trubisky? I mean, Mitch is a great guy. I mean, I, I love him in Chicago. And I mean, I mean, it just, it didn't work out there, but I mean, Mitch has a great opportunity. Mitch has a great opportunity here to do something special. And I'm just excited to be able to play with him again. He's got that reputation, great guy. You hear that from a number of people. What, what makes him that? He's just, I, th I feel like he cares about, he cares about his like teammates, but he also, like he cares about his teammates more than football. Like he cares about like them as a person, like always talks to them and like asks like how they're doing and how their family's doing, things like that. I mean, Mitch would text me all the time, like when we were playing together and he would just text me like, how are you doing? Like, cause I mean, coming in as a rookie and I mean, it's tough, you know, it's tough playing, coming in as a rookie and new city, things like that. And Mitch was always like texting me, checking in on me. I really appreciate like what he's done, what's he's done for me. Do you think his best football's in front of him? Yes, definitely. I do think, I do think he's, his best football's in front of him. How about you? Yes, same, I would say that as well. You've got a lot of experience and you're still a young guy. Uh, right place in the right time kind of deal working out here? Yeah, definitely, definitely right place. Definitely right place, right time, yeah. And, I mean, I don't think, I don't think a team would sign any player if they're, I mean, they wouldn't sign, they wouldn't pay him a lot of money if their best football was behind them. So I'm just excited that I was given the opportunity and that the Steelers, that they believe in me and believe in my play and they know that I'm just gonna keep on improving and, and just do my best. James, appreciate it. Thanks, welcome to town. Thank you.
New Steelers offensive lineman James Daniels there conversing with Mike Pursuta of the DVE Morning Show and the Steelers Radio Network. Great stuff. Great interview from Triv, as always. And, of course, I've said it once. I've said it many times. If you want the visual element to all these interviews, some of the highlights, some of the facial expressions, all those things, uh, always available at Steelers.com. Um, along with a, a litany of other great videos that are that are all done by the Steelers TV gang. I'm Wesley Euler with you here. It is the Steelers Blitz back in studio for the first time in about a month as we get rolling here once again. I'm solo today, but Arthur Motes will join me on Wednesday. We're back. We're all the way live. We're in studio. We've got phone lines. We've got tweets. I'll get to some of your tweets here in just a minute. But first, you know, James Daniels wasn't the only free agent addition to the offensive line. Mason Cole, another guy that I'm excited about. Like James Daniels, he's young. Like James Daniels, he's versatile. He's played multiple positions on that offensive line. And I guess like James Daniels, too, he comes from the NFC, uh, a a blue-collar town that, that maybe feels a, a little bit like Pittsburgh in the sense. Uh, here's what Mason Cole had to say. He sat down with Steelers TV as well, too, and talked about, now this should be music to your ears, Steelers Nation, how he hopes to spark an improvement in the Pittsburgh Steelers' running game in 2022. Take a listen. Let's uh, keep it simple to start. What attracted you to the Steelers, and have they given you any indication of what the role might be? Yeah, you know, I think the the biggest thing about the Steelers organization in this city is – the, the culture and history behind both the city and organization is, is unbelievable. And you know, I was a Michigan guy, and a similar similar thing there. Just the culture and history is is so deep and so rooted um, in this black and yellow. So to come here and play for Coach Tomlin and, and play for the city, embrace this city, embrace this organization was um, exciting for me, an exciting opportunity. So um, that's what that's what took me here. Um, opportunity wise, you know, um, they've spoken a little bit about it, but the big thing for me is whatever I can do to help. Uh, bring a Lombardi Trophy to to this to this city. Um, I'm willing to do. Do you have a position of preference? If I had to pick, it would be center. But like I said, if if it's center or guard, it doesn't matter for me. Um, I, w- I want to help this team win, um, whether it be at center or at guard, um, whatever I need to do. And you've been in the league a while now. You've been with a couple organizations. What tells you that the Steelers' culture is kind of the culture you're looking for? Yeah, you know, I, I played the Steelers a few times and. Um, I got a, I got a few buddies on this team here, and just just hearing from what they had to say, and 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 knowing Mike Tomlin's record in the past 15 years, whatever it might be, is 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 unbelievable. It, it shows uh, what this organization is all about. Yeah, you played them last December. Vikings had some success running the ball. Mm-hmm. Do you think that's part of the reason you're here today? I hope so. Hope we can do that all, all year here. So uh, I mean, that's the plan, and. Um, you know, we want to get Najee the ball and, and, and get him running. So, I mean, that's our plan. That's always a plan as an offensive lineman is to, to feed our running backs and let them let them do their thing. So, um, whatever we can do to, to make that happen. Do you recall much about your prep for that game and, and maybe what was making an impression on you getting ready to play the Steelers? Uh, not much. You know, last year when I was with the Vikings, we were having an up and down season and. Um, that was a primetime game, and, and we wanted to kind of go into the game with an attitude and, and be physical, and um, that was the goal of that game, and, and it clearly worked, uh, especially in the first half. I mean, uh, I forget how many yards we rushed for, but it was a lot. Um, but it, it, it's now by the Steelers, and hopefully we can do that all year long um, here against division opponent, against everyone we play on the road, at home, 
I'm in front of this city, so. You're, you're part of a pretty pronounced free agent class here. It's a, it's a little different than the way it usually plays out. Have you kept up with the other transactions besides yours, and uh, what kind of impression has that made on you? Yeah, a little bit. You know, it's, it's been a whirlwind the last few days uh, with my family, uh, my wife and our kid, and just, just trying to figure out what the next move is to get us up here and find a place to live. So uh, I haven't paid a whole lot of attention to it, but I, uh, I've seen some of it and I'm excited for it. Um, I'm excited for what's this future hold, what's this, what's, who's on this roster, what's on this roster, and, and the potential in this team. This is an offensive line that underwent massive change last year, and they're bringing in yourself and uh, James Daniels this year. What's going to be the key to getting the consistency and the cohesion that every offensive line is after? Yeah, I mean, every room is different each year, and, and uh, adding a guy like, like James and, and a couple of veterans into this room, I think it's huge. Um, from what I know, it's a, it's a younger room, and to have a, a veteran presence in there is huge. Um, and, and our goal this year and every year will be to, to rush the ball effectively to protect our quarterback and to win a bunch of football games for this organization. You mentioned Najee Harris a moment ago. Are, are you, were you up on what they had here uh, or did, was that a quick study after you came to terms? No, I mean, you know, not, like, everyone knows Najee after, after one year. Um, and and uh, being in Minnesota last year with Delvin Cook, uh, a, a similar guy, Delvin and Najee, very similar, I think. Um, and to be able to just to turn around and feed a guy like that the rock, uh, I think he's huge and, and can make a big difference. And, um, you know, it's our job to, to make that happen for him. Fun, I imagine, to clear holes for a really good running back. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's what playing offense line is all about. You can talk about pass projection and stuff, but offensive line we want to run the ball and that's that's our goal with a back like that and um and in this division and, and in the nfl you got to run the ball to, to win games so um i, I think it, it will and always be a big part of, of winning organizations from mason cole's lips to steelers nation's ears running the football praise for Najee harris i love hearing all that i'm sure you do too uh mason cole there a guy who Wants to play some AFC North football, wants to run the football. And, you know, the praise for Najee Harris there, some of the Dalvin Cook comparisons. If you're telling me right now, as we sit here at the end of March, uh, that uh, Najee Harris will have that type of first to second year leap like we saw from Dalvin Cook, uh, I will sign up for that right now because I think the Steelers' offense and certainly the run game will be much improved if that's the case. Great stuff there from Mason Cole. And one final time, as always, if you want to see any of these interviews as well, Steelers.com is the place for you. Thanks to Steelers TV for all the audio, as always. I'm Wesley Euler. This is the Steelers Blitz. We're back in studio after a month remote. We got some tweets here. At Wesley Euler is where you can find me on Twitter. A reminder, I'm just solo today, but on Wednesday, March 30th, at high noon, Motsi and I will be back here in studio um, so, you know, hope you guys enjoyed your month off as well, too. But it's time to get rolling again. Uh, let's get to some of these tweets. Uh, Annie tweets us and says, thank goodness nothing exciting happened while you guys worked remotely, huh? Yeah, I mean, not too much. What, there was just like four quarterbacks traded in the NFL in one month? Yeah, pretty pretty quiet time. <sighs> what do you think is the biggest hole that the Steelers have filled to date? What's the biggest hole left to fill? And biggest surprise so far? Hmm. Biggest hole left to fill for me is strong safety. You know, a wide receiver is close. 
I would still like to see another running back added to this roster because I just I I don't have faith that Benny Snell can be the guy to shoulder some load for Najee Harris. And I think if you look at their usage of Benny Snell, that you can read between some of the lines there about how the Steelers organization feels as well, too. But running back would be third on that list. Wide receiver would be a close, you know, number two. It's almost like 1A, 1B. But I, I would still have strong safety because at wide receiver, one, it's just, I think, an easier position to fill. There's a lot of veteran names still available. There's a lot of instant impact talent in this draft. Strong safety, though, a little more difficult. And you just know that, you know, how much Minka Fitzpatrick can do for this defense, some of that certainly depends upon having the right fit at strong safety as well, too. You know, there's not to this extent, but there's some Troy Polamalu, Ryan Clark, you know, play off each other that you need at that position. And I do think Minka and Edmonds have that. And I do hope Terrell Edmonds is retained. But I would still say that's probably still the biggest hole left to fill. Biggest hole filled to date. I mean, that one's very difficult because they they needed an off-ball linebacker and they got one of Miles Jack. They needed to revamp the secondary. And, 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 and you know, they, they bring back Akella Witherspoon. They sign Levi Wallace. But I think it's the offensive line, right? Go with maybe we we can, you know, sandwich James Daniels and Mason Cole in this conversation together. But you you needed to improve the interior of that offensive line. It was bad last year. It was a big part of the reason that you struggled in so many elements of the offense last year. You needed to revamp the interior of that offensive line, and you've done that. That, to me, is probably the most encouraging um, movement to date. Biggest surprise so far, I I think, would be, huh. How about this, Annie? Biggest surprise for me so far is the price points that they were able to get Mitch Trubisky and Miles Jack for. I think that makes sense, right? Them signing Miles Jack, them signing Mitch Trubisky, yeah, there's some surprise in those, but it's not, they weren't shockers. You knew they needed a quarterback. You knew they were going to add at wide receiver, or at wide receiver, at linebacker, pardon me. But to be able to get both of those guys on very fair deals, heck, Levi Wallace too, for for contracts that you might even consider a bargain, that to me is surprising. Because I didn't think Mitch Trubisky would command a haul, but I didn't think he would be this cheap. I didn't think Miles Jack would get insane franchise linebacker money, but I didn't think he'd be this cheap. And Levi Wallace certainly too, coming off the season that he had in Buffalo, filling in very admirably uh, for Tredavious White when he went down injured. I thought he would have probably gotten a little bit more money too. So biggest surprise so far, I'll go with the value that they've been able to procure in these contracts. How about that? Jason tweets me and says, glad you're back in studio, Wes. Well, thank you, Jason. And uh, again, Motsi, the rest of the week will be here with me as well. If all the quarterbacks are gone by pick 20, what position do you think the Steelers are most likely to draft? Is there any chance Desmond Ritter may be available at pick 52 in the second round? I don't think so. I'll, I'll answer that one first. I I think I do think twenty is is a little too rich for for Ritter in my blood. I I like him. I don't love him. You know I I I'd be willing to take him to the dance, but I don't know if I want to put a ring on it. If he's there at fifty two, I definitely think that that's great value. I just I, I think he is late first round, early second round, high twenties, so somewhere from you know pick twenty eight, twenty nine to pick. 45 something like that I think is about his range you know let's say let's say pick 28 to 42 and so I I don't think he's going to be there at 52 
that I do think 20, again, might just be a little rich for my blood there. If all the quarterbacks are gone by pick 20, what position do you think the Steelers are most likely to draft? Wide receiver or defensive line? If there's a big run on quarterbacks, that, in a way, you could argue might help the Steelers. Because if Pickett's gone, if Willis is gone, let's say Coral and and and, and Sam Howe, too, or, or maybe Ritter, one of these guys, let's say there's four or five quarterbacks off the board by pick 20, like there was last year. I think that the Steelers are going to have uh, some very, very tempting wide receiver and defensive linemen that are going to be available. So that would be my answer. You know, at this point, you, you, I think if you're a Steeler fan, right, on draft day, you should root for a run on offensive linemen early. You should root for a run on quarterbacks early. And honestly, maybe on linebackers as well, too. If if a guy like Devin Lloyd is there at pick 20, I think they consider it. But again, more of these positions that you wouldn't necessarily label as a massive need for the Steelers anymore. If more of those positions come off the board, that's going to give them more to choose from at pick 20. But right now, if you're making me guess, I would go wide receiver or defensive line. Subject to change between now and the end of the month, of course. Steeler Nation 920 tweets me and says... Um, not that I think he will, but if Mason were to win the quarterback battle, how do you think the majority of Steelers Nation would respond? Poorly. They'd panic. They'd melt down. They would say the sky is falling. Would they praise Mason or would they <laughs> dump on the Steelers for picking up Trubisky and trash him for getting beat out by Rudolph? Yes, I think that would happen as well, too. Steeler Nation also added, uh, what an awesome surprise to have you live today and get to hear from Carter Critiques. We are spoiled. Um, with the picking up of Miles Jack, would you still take Leo Chenault if available? Whew. Probably not at pick 20, and he's another one of those guys. I don't know if he's there at 52. There's a chance, but I wouldn't bet on it. I really like Leo's game. But I, you know, as it stands right now, folks, with the first two picks in my, you know, in my hypothetical perfect world at pick 20 and at pick 52, you would use one of those picks on a defensive lineman. You would use one of those picks on a wide receiver. I think that's potentially where the best value is going to be, and I think those both fit position of need. Now, until we really know what Aluwalu and Tuit look like in September, we can debate the need on the defensive line all day because if those guys are both back and healthy and contributing, plus you know yeah Chris Wormley and Montrevious Adams and that you know you've 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 got some dudes on that defensive line, but that's a position group you can always add to. And as much as we all love Cam Hayward and he is, is just had an incredible career and he's a fine wine and he's aging, he is aging. You always need reinforcements there. Alu-Alu's a little bit older. Stephon Tuitt isn't old yet, but he's not young anymore either. That, to me, feels the way to go. Pick 20, pick 52. At one of those picks, you take a wide receiver. At one of those picks, you take a defensive lineman. Again, though, that's all hypothetical in my perfect world, my perfect scenario. Before we get out of here, before we go, one more. Uh, let's let's hear just real quickly. You know, I've talked about him. Uh, Levi Wallace talking about the fit that he thinks is is here with the Pittsburgh Steelers organization. Levi, what stood out to you about the Steelers or maybe made the Steelers a better fit 
this time around as opposed to when you came out of Alabama and you were talking to teams after the draft? Yeah, I, um, I think for me, I think Buffalo um, had more opportunity for me to go there and start. Um, and it just seemed like the right fit at the right time. Um, and so, I mean, I was thankful to play for Buffalo for four years um, and met the great chaplain. I think that's why I went there. I think the Lord intended me to go there uh, to meet him. Um, he kind of changed my life around. Um, and now, four years later, you know, still there's opportunities here again. My mom grew up, this is her favorite team. And uh, we've always liked the Steelers and love the defense. You know, I've been watching them ever since I came out, um, just how they play together and how they play so well. And so I feel like this is a great fit for me. What uh, stood out to you or, or maybe got your attention when you were preparing to play the Steelers the last couple times you've done that? Man, this, this is a hard team. It's a hard team to play. I mean, you got great receivers. Um, they got a great defense. And then you got the legend, Ben. He was here for a while, and I just met him a couple weeks ago. Um, wonderful guy. Um, but this is, and they're, and they're led by well known, um, amazing coach too. So it was, it was an easy decision for me to come here and, and try to be part of this organization. Have you kind of been able to wrap your head around all that's gone on besides the Steelers signing you? It's been a pretty active uh, free agency period here in the early going. This team's changed a lot already. Yeah, I've, I've kind of seen it, you know, and I've been so busy with, I just had a football camp last week. I started my foundation. Couple weeks before that, just bought a house in Arizona, so it's been a jam-packed off-season. And so now, signing with the Steelers and seeing everyone that they're bringing in, is things are just moving so fast right now. But like I said, I'm excited to be here in Pittsburgh. One of the guys that's uh, jumping on board with you is Mitch Trubisky. Uh, what kind of quarterback are they getting? Man, you know, Mitch didn't play too much, you know, behind Josh Allen. Um, but when he did, you know, I, it was one of those guys we just knew we could trust, um, and it came to work. Uh, prepared each and every week um, on and off the field just one of the best dudes um, that helped the Bills organization um, and, and pushed other guys you know what I mean I think a lot of people just saw him as a backup quarterback but he was also a leader uh, right there with Josh and he helped our team get to where we got to last year in more ways than one so I guess one of those ways from what I'd read at least uh, he took that scout team stuff pretty seriously and giving you guys a look uh, I know there was some comments after you went over Kansas City He's going to throw it to the right person, but he's going to make it fit in, you know what I mean? And he does a great job, um, so pays attention to details so well. And so just to have a guy like that that I saw got signed here right before I did, you know, I was pretty excited to see him come up here. You started a lot of games in Buffalo opposite one of the best in the business in uh, Tredavious White. How did that impact your development and how has that affected you becoming the kind of player that you are now? Man, Tredavious, when I first got there, uh, I think I'm, we're about the same age, but I've always just seen him as an older brother. You know, he entered the draft a year before me. And just the way he works um, each and every day is amazing. Um, the, just the professional that he is. And he's always one of the last people to leave the field. He always wants to be better. Hayes getting caught on in practice in a game. Like, I'm like, yo, bro, like, you play corner, just relax. You know, and he's, he, he cares so much about football, um, like he's fighting each and every play for everything. And so just to see the way that he worked, um, pushed me to work that same way. Um, but then he just kind of mentored me and just how he sees things and how the defense is and how to watch film, um, which I already knew, but he just took it to another level for me. So just having a guy like that in the locker room for me made me that much better of a player. Um, and I can never thank him enough for that. 
And uh, you've probably been down this road a few times, but I got to ask you, your, your backstory is fascinating. Uh, Jim Nagy from the Senior Bowl just uh, posted it on social media after you signed with the Steelers. Did he have this right? No offers in high school. You were playing intramural flag football in Alabama. Then you walk on and then you make the team and then you win a national championship with Minka Fitzpatrick. And then you don't get drafted in the first seven rounds of the draft. And then you become a starter for one of the best teams in the NFL. And now you're a free agent prize for the Pittsburgh Steelers. I mean, that, if that's a script, I'm not sure it's believable. How did you get from there to here? Listen, if you want to direct the movie, you can direct the movie. <laughs> but it's just, it's just a lot of hard work, honestly. Um, I think self-belief. Um, and then I just love the game of football, honestly. I've been playing since I was five, and I just couldn't let it go. And my dad told me when football is over, it's over. So you might as well keep playing until, until you know like you can't play anymore. And so I just decided to walk on, and uh, I bust my butt each and every day for Nick Saban and Crimson Tide. And, We've gotten here through just sheer hard work. Levi Wallace, a heck of a story for sure. You know, you you see a guy who played at Alabama and you just think, oh, well, he must have been a five-star recruit. He must have, you know, always been known as a talented football player. Not necessarily for Levi Wallace. Different route there, albeit, uh, you know, at the football factory that is Alabama, uh, going from a walk-on to winning a national championship, starting in a national championship game. uh, And then, like I said, having to work his way uh, into the NFL, carve out his role. Uh, Tredavious White gets injured last year for the Bills, and he's able to step in, and and now he gets rewarded with uh, with a nice contract from the Steelers. Excited to see what he can do in that secondary uh, alongside Cam Sutton and Akella Weatherspoon and Minka Fitzpatrick and a strong safety to be named. How about that? That's going to do it for me today. Uh, Wesley Euler with you here on a Monday. Reminder, Wednesday, March 30th at high noon here on SNR. Motes and I will be back. We'll have our full Steelers Blitz gambit uh, after our month away on remote and doing everything uh, via podcast. Still subscribe to the Steelers podcast wherever you get your pods. But Motes and I are back uh, starting the 30th right here at high noon on SNR. I'm Wesley Euler. That'll do it for me today. Thanks for rocking with us as always, and I'll talk to you next time on your 24-7 home of the black and gold Steelers Nation Radio.